So, important question. Who woke up this morning and gave thanks to God for being an outcast? Am I the only one? Really? No one else? Do you not know who you are? Do you not know where you are? Do you really not know that you're an outcast? As your faith leader, I I feel that I have clearly failed you in some way. (laughs) Because an outcast, you, you are. Let us examine the evidence. You are here in Stone Village Church, where all people are welcomed and loved and honored, just as God created them to be in the world. Most of you own a t-shirt with Jesus riding a unicorn. (laughs) That t-shirt proclaims his love for everyone. We gather on Sundays to worship God with those different from ourselves. Yet in doing so, we reflect our deepest humanity as well as the God who dwells within us. Do you think that is the norm for faith communities? Do you think you're going to find us on the next street corner? You've got to get engaged, people. <laughs> you're going you're to have to pep up or this is going to be a long sermon. No, of course not. We are different. We are outcast. Wow, imagine that. You're outcast. I don't know why it's so hard for you to, to perhaps accept. We are Christians. If we're not an outcast, we're not doing something right. It's true. Further, we follow a guy who in life was an outcast. Get with it. And not only did... Not only was he an outcast in life, but he spent his days with other outcasts. He was not about fitting in. He was about breaking out. He was about changing the world. His goal, as he encountered those other outcasts, was to offer them a vision of themselves, a vision of the world with God that they could not imagine that they could not achieve alone. My friends, it is a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to be an outcast. It's in the Bible. You can look that up. Today we find ourselves engaged in the Gospel of Luke, focusing on the story of a wee little outcast setting up in a tree, hoping for a glimpse of Jesus. Zacchaeus was the chief tax collector for the Roman Empire in the city of Jericho. Zacchaeus was an outcast due to his profession because he taxed the debt of others, and he was a very wealthy man. And so his own people discarded him. He was grouped alongside lepers and other unsavory sinners of his day. Jesus is passing through Jericho on his way to Jerusalem. News has spread through the city, and so great waves of people have poured out into the streets to see Jesus. Zacchaeus, being a wee little man, and perhaps 
out of curiosity, perhaps because of an internal feeling, a sensation, he runs ahead of the crowd and he climbs a tree to gain a better vantage point of Jesus. But rather than just watching Jesus unnoticed, Zacchaeus attracts Jesus' attention. And what happens next is a beautiful breach of etiquette, another glorious demonstration of Jesus the outcast reaching out to another. Great. Upon, <laughs> upon seeing Zacchaeus, Jesus declares, Zacchaeus, come down, for I must stay at your house today. Zacchaeus does as Jesus asks. He comes down from the tree, and yet he recognizes, he hears the grumbling of the crowd. How dare he stay at that sinner's home, that outcast? Feeling the weight of the judgment upon him, Zacchaeus does what no one would have anticipated. He says, look, I will give half of my possessions, Lord, to the poor. And if I cheat but one person, I will pay back four times as much. Just seconds before, Zacchaeus is hanging out in a tree with birds, looking at the clouds, watching Jesus come down the street. And yet with a simple declaration, I must stay at your home this day, Zacchaeus has given away half of his wealth and promised restitution if he should defraud anyone. He went up the tree, taking from life. He comes down the tree, giving to life. Following his declaration, Jesus replies, Today salvation has come to your home. You too are a son of Abraham. The son of man came to seek out and to save the lost. Being an outcast doesn't seem that bad now, does it? I'll get you there by the end of the sermon. You watch. The story of Zacchaeus embodies three Christian truths, three truths that we, we outcasts, we Christians, should take to heart. The first is we find a way. Zacchaeus found a way to remove the obstacles on his path that were obstructing his life's view. We find a way to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked, to bear witness to God's love in this world for all people, we find a way. The second truth is that by climbing that tree, by going out on the limb, Jesus was able to see Zacchaeus as Zacchaeus could not see himself. He accepted the opinion of others as an outcast. He accepted that he was low in life. And yet, as he sat on that limb, Jesus looks up, and changes his life. Changes his life because he sees in Zacchaeus a generous heart. He sees in Zacchaeus his true character. When we are truly seen by another person, when we affirm, when we accept, when we engage a person that is different from ourselves, we change their lives. We also change our own lives. And the third truth is this. God is always seeking us. There is nothing I believe God wants more than to be with us. But sometimes you have to go out on a limb. You have to go out on a limb for yourself, 
for God, to find your truth, to find your way. You have to go out on the limb. And of course, you might fall, and you might break your back. But, but, the risk is worth it because you never fall alone. God is with you. God is with you in the tree, on the limb, on the ground with your broken bone. God is with you in the fringes of society. God is there, always seeking you, always wanting to save you and bring you home. The story of Zacchaeus, these three truths, for those of us willing to claim the label of outcast, and for you Christians, reminds me a lot of our story, the story of Stone Village Church, home of the outcast. We also found a way. We found a way to plant and to build an unconventional, unconventional urban church, just as God calls us to be in the world. This our community representing the way we understand God in this world. And within this community, we celebrate and love all people. The straight man, the gay woman, the infant child, the African-American, the poor, the homeless. We see and we know them as God's beloved. And that is life-changing. It is life-changing for us but it is also life-changing for them. And finally, like Zacchaeus, every day we go out on a limb, proclaiming who we are, proclaiming God's love for all people. And that doesn't set well with all people. But we are true to who God calls us to be. We are true to honoring the needs of others, living out the good news, and responding with a generous and hospitable heart to all of those we encounter, regardless of where they are in this world. We, too, are children of Abraham, and we follow a man who, seek, who seeks out to, and saves the lost. We are committed to loving as he loved, giving as he gave, and serving as he served. Salvation, my friends, is not about what happens to us, Salvation is about what we offer to others. It is how we bring them to the love of God and offer them hope in the midst of despair, how we comfort them in their pain. That is salvation. So let me ask you again, and I hope you do a better job this time. Tomorrow, will you wake up and possibly thank God for being an outcast. Yes. You're so good. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Today is the first day of Stone Village's stewardship campaign, From Where Will You Give? And it's a big deal for us, for our community of, of outcasts. On November 10th, I will ask you to reflect your faith in making a pledge to Stone Village to ensure our future, to ensure that we remain a strong witness to God in this world, so that we can remain a strong witness to God's justice in this world, so that we might continue 
to live out on a limb and offer all those we encounter a generous heart and a home. The future, our future, is in our hands. Amen.